Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. important job, mothering children, and a cold makes it tough. <laughs> she needs bromoquinine. Bromoquinine. Bromoquinine speeds relief all over your body, all the way relief for discomforts of a cold. Bromoquinine. Yes, bromoquinine speeds relief for cold miseries all over your body. Only bromoquinine has seven fast-acting medicines to help fight stuffy nose and all those cold miseries. Get all the way relief with bromoquinine. <laughs> Sit down and have a cup of coffee with me. You've been ironing all the time I was downtown. Well, I don't mind, dear. I can't sit still, you know. I like to be doing something. <laughs> well, let's relax a minute. Mm. And then I suppose I should start dinner. Mm. Did you go to the travel bureau? Yes. And I got information on ships and planes. Honestly, mm. I get so thrilled just looking at these travel folders. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that I'm finally going to Europe this summer. Well, I should think you better figure out how you're going to earn the money to go before you get quite <laughs> so excited. Well, I'm going somehow, mm-hmm. and so are you. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got to earn some money. It seems to me we ought to get it settled how we're going to earn it before we get all in the tizzy over travel folders. Well, we have to figure out how much we need, don't we? Mm-hmm. Now, round trip to London... By plane, first class. Oh, you have to go first class. I know, but here's what it is, $783. Oh. Now, economy class is only $453. Round trip, just think, $453 round trip to London. I mean... What was that? I don't know. Betsy? Well, she's upstairs. This sounded as though it came from the dining room. Oh! What is it? Oh, get some claws and a sponge. Hurry! Well, what happened? Oh, where's the sponge? What oh, happened? That vase of flowers toppled over on the dining room table again. Again? Yes. Oh, here's the sponge. I'll oh. bring some claws. The water running down the rug? Yes, yes. It's all oh, over the table, dear. the chair, the floor, oh, the rug. Oh, dear. What a mess. Well, I don't understand it. How could that vase just fall over? And for the second time. Well, I just can't believe it. But don't understand. They're trying to figure it out. Wipe up the water. This is the funniest thing. I simply don't understand it. <laughs> For just a moment now, we'd like to remind you briefly of 15 fine CBS radio programs heard every week over most of these stations. Five of them are Arthur Godfrey Time. Five more are The Galen Drake Show. And the remaining five are Art Linkletter's House Party. Each Monday through Friday, five days a week, these gentlemen come your way with their mighty solid listening entertainment. Arthur Godfrey, for instance, specializes in droll conversational rambles illuminated by warm wit. There's music to be heard, too. The finest new tunes of today, plus a generous helping of yesterday's favorites. Now, when house party time rolls around, Art Linkletter introduces you to famous guests and the members of his studio audience from all across the land. And as for the Galen Drake Show, there's where you'll find a pleasing blend of fascinating conversation and timely tunes, a combination designed to keep you the very best of company. Arthur Godfrey Time... 
Art Linkletter's House Party, and The Galen Drake Show. Enjoy all three weekdays over CBS Radio. And Aunt Effie and I were just sitting in the kitchen having coffee, and we heard this mm-hmm. noise, you know. And I rush yes. in, and here's a vase of flowers that just toppled over. Oh, my goodness, water all over the place. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Doesn't seem to have done the rug any damage, though. It's just water. It'll dry by tomorrow. Well, is that all you have to say about it? Well, what do you want me to say? Well, my goodness, it's the second time it happened. Yes. Well, when was it, Aunt Effie? Last uh, Saturday. Saturday. No, 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 he wasn't home. Must have been Friday. Yes, last Friday. No, no, it was Saturday, Aunt oh. Effie. Yes, it was because Bessie was home, don't you remember? Oh. And we asked her if she'd done it, oh. and it turned mm-hmm. out she was upstairs when mm-hmm. it happened, playing with her dollhouse mm-hmm. with Susie Bodine. Yes, yes, that's right, it was, mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah, that's right, because I'd had to go down to the office, and when mm-hmm. I got home, I think you mentioned it, but I didn't pay much mm-hmm. attention. No, you don't seem to be paying much attention now. Oh, honey, look, I'm tired. Golly, I've worked hard all day. I get home, and I'm greeted by two hysterical women. Well, we are not hysterical. Well, you're certainly in a dither about it. Well, don't you think it's funny a vase of flowers should just fall over for no reason at all? Well, these things happen, I guess. There's always some logical reason for it. I suppose the vase doesn't stand properly. I just wouldn't use it anymore if I were you. I've had this vase ever since we were married and used it constantly. Where is it? It's in the kitchen. I'll get it. Fill it with water, Aunt Effie, so we can set it down and show him. Oh, honey, look. I I just want you to see the vase sits absolutely evenly on the table. Where was Betsy when this happened? Upstairs. You sure? Yes, because I went upstairs after we mopped the water up, and she had Lisa running over here to play, and they were giving their dolls baths in the bassinet, and I know they were telling the truth when I asked them if they'd been downstairs. You sure they were telling the truth? Oh, yes, you can tell. They just looked blank when I asked them. You know, not guilty or anything. They were too busy playing Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Jones. Now, here it is. I filled it with water, and you can see it sits very solidly on the yes, table. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. And that's the second time it's happened. Well, there's only one thing to do. Don't use the vase anymore. Well, I mean, isn't that the answer? Oh, I don't think it's the answer at all. Oh, come on. Now, let's not make something out of nothing. Things like this happen. There's always some perfectly I logical... I think you better tell him about the other things. What other things? Well, it seems so silly, but really, some strange things have happened around here lately that I have sort of ignored. But now that you add them all up there... Okay, all right, come on. What are they, all these strange, mysterious things that have happened? Well, things have disappeared. <laughs> oh, really? They now, they look, you have... know as well as I do that things always disappear around any house. It always turns out that that was where you put it and you just forgot no, about dear. it. I was no. using the tape measure the other day, had it right in my hand, set it down a minute, and suddenly it was gone. It was. We were both in the living room. I knew she'd had it. And we spent half an hour looking for that tape measure, and we never have found no. it now. That well, you know what I bet? I bet we have a ghost around here, and that ghost wants a new outfit for Easter, a new oh. white sheet. And he just borrowed that tape measure. Oh, and... stop it now, Well, really. don't be so darn silly. We're always misplacing things, and we always find them. Well, it isn't only the tape measure. or other things disappearing? Tell him about the things that have fallen. Yes. I set an ashtray on the end table the other morning when I dusted, and a few minutes later I heard a little sound, and I came back into the living room. It was on the floor. Not broken, but just on the floor. 
Probably slid off the table. Oh, how could it slide off the table? It isn't on a slant. And I don't know how many times I've picked up your cigarette lighter that is always on the coffee table. But I've come in, and there it was, on mm. the floor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the baby? He's creeping no. all over the place. No, these things that happened when Bobby was asleep because Aunt Effie and I mm -hmm. thought of that, didn't we? And anyhow, Bobby cannot reach up to the top row of the bookshelf. Top row of the bookshelf? Yes. Tell him. That little figurine I have up there... That Dresden piece, you know, the little flower girl carrying a basket of flowers. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Aunt Effie and I found that on the floor. The basket of flowers was broken off. I glued it back on all right. But how could it have fallen off the top shelf all by itself? Hmm. Well, I'm no. sure I do not know, but I'm also sure I'm not going to worry about it. Come on, how about some dinner? I'm starved. No, it's in the oven. All right, I'll read the paper till it's ready. Well, I'll tell you what I think. Oh, Effie, now I don't think it's that at all. Oh, what, what do you think it is, Aunt Effie? Poltergeist. What? Yes, I do. Poltergeist. <laughs> Come on, Aunt Effie. Yeah, I must say I don't agree with that at poltergeist? all. Poltergeist? You mean you mean those little <clears throat> those little unseen spooks that go dashing around throwing things? And... Well, you certainly remember that family we read, read about in the paper last year. My goodness, things were flying around their house. Well, things are not flying around our and house. And that family had a child, too. What do you mean by that? Well, every time one of those things happens, Betsy is home. But we know she didn't do it, Betsy Aunt has to do it. She causes it to happen. Oh, Aunt Effie, what have you been reading? Well, you can say all you like, but I know there are certain things we know nothing about yet. But I, look, I am not going to listen to any more of this nonsense. And I might add, isn't that your tape measure I see underneath the radiator? Or is it a bright yellow poltergeist? Oh, for heaven's yeah. sake. Yes, it is, yeah. Aunt Ed. Well, I certainly don't know how it got there. It fell down behind when you looked out the window, no, probably. No. Now, please, w would you check on the dinner? I'm stopped. Yes, dear, right away. Come on, Aunt Effie. We're having lettuce and tomato salad. Do you want French or Russian dressing? Italian. Oh, all right. Oh, dear. Well... I must say, I don't know how my tape measure got behind that radiator. No. I don't remember walking over that way. I didn't even get up. Uh, I was sitting right there sewing on buttons. Oh, so funny. I don't know either. Well, he says these things happen, I guess. Yeah, maybe only... so. <laughs> well, I'll make the gravy and mash the potatoes. All right, now. Oh, my goodness. Come here. Come here. Good heavens, uh, what's happened? We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Although a man may be crippled, he still hopes to support himself to make his own way. Where can he learn a trade? Can a housewife who's crippled nevertheless do her own housework? How can she learn? Isn't there some way a crippled child can be taught to walk? These are the kinds of questions that are answered every day at Easter Seal centers throughout the nation. Trained therapists at these centers show physically handicapped men, women, and children the way to new hope, the route to a more useful life. But your help is needed, too. Your contribution to the Easter Seal program. The seal which bears the emblem of the Easter lily is your opportunity to give the disabled their chance. Your local Easter Seal Society asks you to take that opportunity to give a gift where it counts so much to contribute to this worthwhile cause. Return a gift in the Easter Seal envelope you received in the mail. Or just address your help to Crippled Children, care of your local post office. Crippled Children, care of your local post office.
Well, that is impossible. Look, I don't care whether it's impossible or not. I'm telling you, that's what happened. Oh, I, I, I was sitting right here, right here, when all of a sudden I, I, I get this crack on the head. Mm. Well, you, you must have hit the chair against the bookcase or something. I yeah, did yeah, not hit the chair against the bookcase. I, I wasn't moving, I tell you. I was sitting here quietly reading the paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the book just fell out of the bookcase and hit you? No, 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 not a book. There's this great big heavy book and there's this heavy bronze bust of Shakespeare. It, it just crashed it's down. not Shakespeare. It's Beethoven. I don't care who it is. If you'd hit me on the head and then, and then the whole row of books came clattering down on top of me. I, you see, I heard this kind of rumble or something and suddenly... Rumble? Rumble? The trucks! Of course, I'll bet that's what it is. Vibrations. Vibrations? What? What, what trucks? Why, yes, we even commented on it all that rumbling all last week. Trucks? Why would there be trucks out here the well, last week? Darling, didn't you know the city's putting a paved road around the lake? Yes. Sidewalks and sewers and city water? What? Yes, but yeah. I think so. That's what somebody told me. Oh! Why, is that nice? Nice? What, it, it means more expense. No, no, dear. The city is doing it. Look, we doing. will be paying for what is on our property. Sidewalks and heaven knows what else. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Oh. I didn't know, honey. I better find you a Band-Aid. Your head is bleeding. Yeah. You got Quite a blow, dear. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure it's nothing to the blow I'm going to get. Boy, I tell you, when you build a house, if it isn't one darn thing, it's another. Sidewalks now. What do you suppose they cost by the footage? Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walt.